Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Know Your Food with Wardy. This is episode 37. 37. Can you believe it? I'm really glad you're with me. I want to give a great big warm welcome to those of you who are tuning in through iTunes or at the show notes video, which is tradcookschool.com slash AW037, and also our live audience on Periscope and Facebook Live. So glad you're with me. I've already spent a couple minutes with our live audience telling them about tapping the screen for hearts, sharing and liking. So I think everybody's up to speed there. And so we're going to dive right into the content. I've got some props around me. I'll bring them up when it's time to see them. But we are answering a question from Julie D. What is the best way to store herbs and spices? And I have a lot to share on this because for some years at traditional cooking school, we've had a dehydrating class going and I myself have a, I wouldn't say fantastic, but I'd say nice herb garden. And so we harvest and dry herbs. And when you do those kind of things or you spend your money on expensive, maybe not expensive, depending on where you get it, but you invest in high quality organic herbs and spices, whether you grow them yourself and put a lot of effort into them or whether you purchase them from a quality source. Well, if you don't store them right, they lose freshness, they lose potency, they lose all those nutritional benefits. Um, and sometimes we use them for flavor, but sometimes we use them medicinally. So it's all in our best interest to just be aware of proper storage of herbs and spices, slash supplements, slash you know, potions and lotions and things that we make uh, so that we can store them as best as we can so they will last for us as long as they possibly can, right? I think you would all agree. So this is a really important question from Julie. She expressed some of the same things. She says she knows that her herbs and spices would last longer if she just knew how to store them. What's the best way to store herbs and spices slash supplements slash anything else you want to add? So they stay potent and viable for as long as possible. So as I said, we've been covering this for quite a while. Um, in the realm of dehydrating because so many of us at traditional cooking school are dehydrating but whether you acquire your herbs through that or outside the storage principles apply so i have um, three storage methods to share with you today and they're all different and what really is a factor when you're um when you're considering <laughs> actually there's several factors when you're considering storage options obviously the price Second would be, are you going to be getting in and out of these all the time, or are you doing a large quantity and putting them up, and that's not your daily use? Um, so those are just some things to consider. Another thing to consider really is, what are these herbs and spices for? Like, if they're being used medicinally, where it's really important to preserve their freshness because you want the maximum nutrition, the maximum benefits from them, then you might be uh, up for investing a little bit more um, time, energy, even money in making sure they last longer. So be sure to keep all these in mind as we go through the, uh, the um, 
basically three ways that I'm gonna highlight to store your herbs and spices. And I'll be going through the downsides and the pros of each one as we go through them. And it's not exhaustive. It's kind of um, the three major ones and you there may be others that are slightly nuanced, slightly different. You may have other options. And I invite you to visit the uh, show notes at tradcookschool.com slash AW037 to add your um, options as well there. All right, so optimal storage conditions for your herbs and spices really apply to your optimal storage conditions for a lot of your foods. And that is, they should be fully dry. They should be stored at 60 degrees Fahrenheit or lower. So that means cool. They should be in airtight containers. And in this way, they will likely store for a year and probably more. Now, what I'm holding is not actually that example. Herbs and spices will last much longer and stay more potent if you can store them dark and cool and airtight. So darkness is really important because in terms of well, for herbs and spices and other foods, light can actually degrade um, your foods and spices. So airtight, dark, cool, really important. Fully dry is really important. You know, then we get into some other things that I think are no-brainers, but uh, no bugs. You know, you don't want bugs getting into your, your stored foods. So if you, if you can't do all that, and let's say you've got airtight, but you're storing at room temperature or in like, you know, fluctuating temperatures. So in the summer it's warmer, the winter it's hotter. That's all gonna affect the storage life of your herbs and spices and your foods. So fluctuating temperatures are gonna mean they store less long. So the, the, the further you get away from the ideal, the less, um, less ideal your conditions are, the, the shorter lifespan or storage span you'll have on these foods. Okay, so now it's time for me to go into the, um, the three options I see. And they really have to do with containers because um, you're not storing these loose, right? You have to have containers and conditions to make sure that you're doing these to the, to the best ideal you can. So this is number one, as airtight as you can. So your mason jars, which a lot of us tend to have, your uh, lid that's as tight as you can get on, it can be the metal band and lid or it can be these BPA plastic lids. So. This is gonna be the most basic method of food storage, and it's gonna help your dried foods last for, um, you know, your herbs and spices last for a few weeks at least, but you could probably extend that. Um, so you've got mason jars, you've got Ziploc bags you could use, which is a, if you don't have jars, but double or triple is gonna help. You can extend the shelf life if you put these things in the fridge or freezer. Uh, you can extend the shelf life if you keep them in a dark cupboard so there's no light getting in. Um, obviously, if you've got a dark cupboard and you're opening it and closing it and opening it and closing it, you're exposing this to light in turn as often as you open it. So that's gonna add to the degradation. The downside with this is that these kind of things, Ziploc bags or mason jars with as tight lids as you can, do not provide an airtight environment. Uh, the herbs will tend to absorb some moisture from the air. They'll get light when they're exposed to light. So what's gonna happen is over time, they may get limp, they may lose potency. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. You've got the light and you've got the, the air that's going to degrade them over time. So that's why this is option number one is probably the least desirable, but um, it's for, for herbs and spices that you go through frequently or that you're not using medicinally, it's probably a good option. You know, it's an okay option. And I actually, as you can see this, like some of the cooking herbs that we that I purchase some like every couple weeks and I just keep a small amount we use every day, I do keep some of them in these jars in the cupboard because it works. 
So it's an option for you. I can, let's just take a show of hands, uh, vi virtual hands. For those of you that are with me live, on Periscope you can tap the screen and share hearts. On Facebook Live you can put a plus in the comments. Um, how many of you got herbs and spices just in simple mason jars? Some hearts flowing on Periscope. And you know what, I can't, I'm not seeing comments on Facebook Live. Maybe sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. So they're not showing me comments today. Getting some thumbs up. All right, and lots of hearts. So yeah, I think we're all on the same page. We all tend to do this. And it is, like I said, I, though I've shared some downsides, it is the most basic, um, available means of storing uh, herbs and spices, especially if you're going through them fairly quickly and not using them medicinally. Okay, now we're gonna step it up a bit to option number two. And these are called, I'll show you a small one, smaller one. These are called infinity jars. And probably similar to this would be uh, jars that you can get that are amber colored, but this is superior because it's completely dark and I'll get into that in just a bit. So I'm, I'm pointing out a specific brand of this type of jar to you. It's infinity jars. And uh, a link for you is tradcookschool.com slash jar, tradcookschool.com slash jar. These are fabulous. These are a relatively new find for me. I was so happy to find them. In fact, I'll show you my big, big one. The reason I found these because I went looking <laughs> because I purchased maca, a really high quality maca that I take on a, on a daily basis. I take breaks from it as you should, but I take it a lot of the time. And I get that from tradcookschool.com slash maca, by the way, if you're interested in a really good maca source. It's a superfood supplement. We have articles at traditionalcookingschool.com. If you want to search for maca, you'll, you'll find in, run into them. But anyway, I wanted to keep the maca um, airtight and dark so it would just last. So tradcookschool.com slash jar for these infinity jars. I looked for them when I was looking for a way to store maca and I fell in love with the concept. Um, so I'm beginning to use them for more and more of our herbs and spices now, especially the ones that I have larger quantity or that I want to keep longer. Like this has some dried parsley in it, you can see. Everybody see? Let me tell you about these. They have an airtight seal, they're dark, and they block light. They block out visible light. So what makes them so great, um, like, you know, so I just said the two things about them, the airtight and the dark blocking visible light. Those are kind of the facts, but what does that do for you? What it does for you, it means they're scent proof, they preserve freshness, and they really can preserve your herbs and spices or home-filled capsules or other supplements like maca for at least six months. So you have just gone from a few weeks in something like this to at least six months in something like this. Now, uh, th and this is just if you're keeping them at room temperature. I think if you kept your herbs and spices in these jars in colder locations, cooler locations, you'd probably extend the shelf life beyond six months. Um, that's just speculation because I don't actually have any documentation on that, but that's my speculation. And I wanna show you um, a couple tests that were done by Infinity Jars, which by the way, you can read about it at tradcookschool.com slash jar science yourself. I'm gonna pull up a picture here. So this is called, let's see, where are my pictures? Here we go. Um, okay, 
Now, by the way, you might not be able to see these here too well, but if you go to the show notes, tradcookschool.com slash aw037, I have a summary and these pictures there for you. So on the right, right here, is the seven-month tomato test. So they put a tomato in an infinity jar and also one in a clear jar, and it was the same kind of glass stopper um, jar. And uh, after seven months, the tomato in the infinity jar um, was plump and fresh, didn't have any mold or bacterial growth, and it hadn't dried out, and it was still colorful. The jar, the tomato in the clear jar was shriveled up and had mold and bacterial growth. So it had degraded quite a bit from the light, and also um, bacteria had grown, and, and it was the same similar style jar, but it was clear glass. Now the second test is that's on the left here is the two-month chives test. So chives is a particularly um, fragile herb, and they did it for two months in a, an infinity jar, and an amber jar and a clear jar. And um, the infinity jar after two months is where the ch chives were fresh and potent and the others had browned and were getting crumblier from the, the <laughs> our right, your left. Sorry about that, everybody. Yep, I'm getting it backwards. So just look at my finger. Uh, so the clear jar is where you had the most degradation, crumbliness, loss of potency, loss of freshness. Uh, the amber jar, there was as you know, quite a bit of that, not as much as the clear jar, and the infinity jars where they were green and fresh and potent and whatnot. So again, you can find more information at tradcookschool.com slash jar science. This is, this is kind of the reason I got so excited about these jars. Um, and I'm gonna go through, I'm gonna give you one more example, but I do wanna tell you if you're interested in the infinity jars, um, I asked them if they would, because I love the jars so much, I asked them if they would give you guys a special, and they said yes. So if you use the coupon code TCS, TCS, capital TCS, at tradcookschool.com slash jar, then you'll save 20% off your order through, um, through the end of July. And that's a really good deal. These jars are an investment. Um, I'm choosing to use them for the herbs and spices that I have a lot of and that I really want to stay fresh and potent and or we use medicinally, so I'm being choosy about them. They have all kinds of sizes. Here's the, here's a really big one. Here's a modest size one. And you know, if you have small amounts, tinctures or lotions or you know, things like that, they even have really tiny jars. I think this might be a five mil jar. So anyway, coupon code TCS at tradcookschool.com slash jar will get you 20% off through the end of July. And just check it out because there's a lot of information there and they have kits and they have like glass stopper bottles and screw top and tall and short. And anyway, there's lots of different styles there. Now, third option. And this is the one um, that I think really suits like if you're gardening um, and you have lots of herbs that you're growing and harvesting and you want to dry for the future, you're not getting in and out of daily. My previous example with the infinity jars, these are the things I'm getting in and out of daily. So what I'm going to give you um, a solution for now is things that you're going to put up. This is the long-term storage you're not getting in and out of daily. Now you can get in and out of it daily. It's more work than a screw, type, screw top jar like I just showed you. But anyway, this is to vacuum seal your herbs in glass jars. Uh, you can vacuum seal your herbs in uh, pouches. 
that's fine. It's just that herbs and spices tend to be fine and powdery and dusty. And so when you're vacuum sealing, I've tried this, it's sucking, the vacuum sealer is sucking the air out of your pouch and it tends to get that herb dust and spice powder in the seal so it doesn't seal well and you lose seals frequently. So that's why I prefer to do it in a jar. And the way you do that is you, you get, you have to make sure your vacuum seal um, machine has a jar, uh, jar sealer accessory like this. And mine, I'll have a link for you at the notes, tradcookschool.com slash AW037. I have a food saver and there's a hose that comes out of it. And this is the jar sealer attachment. And the way it works is you have your herbs in a jar and you just need the metal band. And this, this is hooked up to the hose in your vacuum sealer and you plop it on and then you follow your machine's instructions for sealing. It might have an accessory button or some setting. And um, it through the hose thing, it sucks the air out and seals that lid on tight. And then when it's done and you pop this off, I don't have the machine here, so I can't show you the finished thing. But when you pop this off, this is sucked down tight. And just like if you were to can, this bump that's on the top will be depressed. So, so then you have your herbs vacuum sealed in jars. And in the comments, I just saw somebody say she learned this from me in our dehydrating class and she loves it. Yes, it's fabulous. And so I do this, like I said, with our bulk herbs that I'm storing that I've grown from the garden. Or if I buy a pound or two from a good source, I'll put what I want for daily use. You know, it's going to last several months in one of these. And the rest of it, I'll seal up in jars and I'll put them in a dark, cool place in our house. So this is for long term. You're not getting in and out of them frequently. At least that's how I do it. Um, the downside, if you're using this on a daily basis, is that you do have to get in and out of these. So you have to reseal it every time, which is not a big deal. I mean, some people have their vacuum seal machines right on their counter and so they just seal it back up. It is very easy. You can do it. Um, just, I'm gonna say that you can damage the lid getting in and out of it frequently. So use like the back side of a butter knife and um, just lift it carefully so you don't actually bend this. By the way, somebody just mentioned they do squash and zucchini chips in this. Yes, so do I, and they stay crisp. I had a jar that um, was just like in the back and so I didn't know, I, I missed it for a long time. In fact, probably about three years and I opened it up last month and our zucchini chips were still crisp. It was amazing. So yes, it really will. It works. So I want to go through, although you can probably guess from everything I've said so far, kind of the bottom line and my top picks on this, my top recommendation for Julie and for anybody else who's wondering the best way to store herbs and spices. So if you are long-term storing dried herbs and spices, like the ones you put up from the garden or you purchase in bulk, your best option is going to be to vacuum seal them in um, jars and then store in a dark, cool location. Dark is really important. Um, it's the less expensive and it's very, very adequate um, option for foods you're gonna store longer term. Now, herbs and spices and supplements like maca that you're using on a daily basis that you wanna keep fresh for you know six months or so, this is where your, your infinity jars are gonna come in. I really, really love these. Um, the freshness is amazing, the airtight is amazing, they're not absorbing odors or humidity from the air, and they can keep your supplements, herbs, spices fresh for six, 
six months or more. Again, I got a special coupon for you because I'm so excited about these jars. So go to tradcookschool.com jar to check it out. And if you use the coupon code TCS, you can save 20% on your order through the end of July. I do want to encourage you though, if you're watching this video, because it'll be up at Traditional Cooking School, if you're um, checking it out later, you know, check out the link anyway, because they have specials and whatnot. And so you may still be able to get a good deal making, buying an, an assortment or investment of these. All right. So I'd love to hear from you at the show notes, tradcookschool.com slash AW037. Your top picks for storing herbs and spices. If you have something that I don't know about that you could add, I would love to hear from you. Um, just what works best for you. And I want to close out with an invitation that at traditionalcookingschool.com, uh, we teach traditional cooking. And if you haven't already grabbed my free video series where I introduce you to my favorite fundamental techniques of traditional cooking, please do. That's tradcookschool.com slash free vids, V-I-D-S, F-R-E-E-V-I-D-S to grab my free video series. There's no obligation. It's completely free. And you can check out what traditional cooking school is like on the inside with some of our um, fundamental lessons. All right. Well, that's a wrap, I think. Thank you everyone for joining me and for the complete show notes, links, video replay. If you happen to be listening to this in your earbuds or vice versa, visit the show notes, tradcookschool.com slash AW037. And if you want to submit a question for a future episode of Ask Wardy, use the hashtag Ask Wardy, tweet me at tradcookschool, or you can visit, or you can email wardy at askwardy.tv. God bless you all. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWardy or send an email to wardy at askwardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to askwardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at TradCookSchool on the Periscope app or go to periscope.tv slash tradcookschool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you. And I'll see you next week.